financial independence, a life that you love, it's in your head. It's your mindset and your vision. It's in your heart. It's what you truly want and what you will do to get it. And it's in your hands. It's mastery of your relationships, your money, and your life. I give my energy to what's making a difference in the world through my work. So I'm not working for money, but I'm, I'm working to make a difference. My work makes an impact in the world. But I do want to be sure that I'm paid fairly for my work. And I do want to make sure that my income is used to buy time, location, and financial freedom. So all the money that I have coming in, I'm putting that money right back to work to create time freedom, location freedom, I can live wherever I want, and financial freedom, I don't have to worry about money. Inspiring you to financial independence and to a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast with military officer and chaplain, seasoned real estate investor and entrepreneur, and certified performance coach for leaders at all levels. Jerry St. Pierre has inspired thousands to unleash their potential, and he is here to empower you to live a purpose-filled life. This is extraordinary every day. It's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. And now your host, Coach Jerry St. Pierre. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Life and Money Coach Podcast, here to inspire you to financial independence and to a life that you love. Yes, it is possible. We shake off last year. We shake off the challenges. We shake off the, the setbacks. We get right back up and we get going. We stay focused on our vision. We stay focused on our dreams. We stay focused on what's deep in our heart and making it a reality. As we move into 2024, I want to encourage you to refocus your mindset on rules that are helpful for you in the financial space. And so I want to give you eight money rules for 2024. Number one, focus on your education. Get financially educated. Read great books and go to great events. Listen to great podcasts like this one. Books that I would recommend, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, always a classic. The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, especially if you're in debt. Dave Ramsey's really great about motivating people to get out of debt in a very simple, basic way. He's helped a lot of people. I highly encourage it. If you're new to money, say high school, college, and you're, you've not really had a significant income yet, I highly encourage Dave Ramsey's The Total Money Makeover. The first few chapters talks about money myths, and those are basically money mistakes that you can make that can really cost you in time. So go through and read that section and, uh, and just really educate yourself on how to avoid making these significant money mistakes. But it's important to get educated. And I would, I would say this, if you're starting to get into the investment space where you're investing in mutual funds or in real estate, go find books and educate yourself on how to do both of those. Now, I've been investing in real estate for over 20 years now. And I've, I'm not the best at it. I'm not the guru at it, but I certainly know how to analyze a deal and know what I'm looking for when I buy a property. I know the red flags to check for. I, I check. There's so many things I've learned to do over time. But if you're new to investing and you're new to trying to build wealth and create 
wealth for yourself, you really need to focus on the education piece. And that way you can learn to have, to trust your own gut instinct, to trust your own thinking and not just because someone else has money. Yeah. I remember one time that a guy recommended that I buy a stock. I bought it for like $9 and went down to two pennies, two pennies, it was two cents. And I don't know, I sold it out of panic. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. And maybe I should have kept it. Maybe it's, it's worth more today. I don't know. But I lost a lot of money listening to a guy who had money tell me where to invest my money. So I learned a valuable lesson. Just because someone tells me to, to invest in something doesn't mean I should. I should. I should understand what I'm investing in before I invest in it. So I only invest in what I understand. So get educated. Number two, cash flow is king. The more cash flow you got coming through your hands, the better off you are on building wealth. So this is from your job. This is from investments. This is from side hustles. This is from however you could generate money coming in. Focus on that and really begin to build your cash flow. It could be at your job and, you know, hey, what do I need to do to promote to the next level? How do I get to a space at my job where I can add value in different spaces and then begin to be compensated for that. It may be starting a side hustle. Side hustles are a great way to make extra money on your own time. You control the schedule. And so start your side hustle, selling things or making things or fixing things, that kind of thing. Adding new skills to, to your capabilities so that you can add value in the market. I mean, I remember when I went to college, uh, it was a really rough time. I was married with children, uh, with a child at the time. And uh, I, I was at a private institution. And if I thankfully, by the time I started college, I had learned how to paint houses. So because I worked doing construction for about a year painting houses, I got fairly decent at it. So I would go around, bid people's houses, and I'd make some pretty good money painting people's houses on my own time. And so those skills are very important. So focus on cash flow and really increasing your cash flow for the year and how you manage that cash flow because cash flow really is king. Number three, never take money advice from broke people. Here's one thing that is true. Broke people are broke because they've not built wealth yet. Now, they may be on their way, but they've not done it yet. And I don't like to take advice from people who have not been there, done that, got the t-shirt. And so... Now, granted, there's times I've listened to people and I didn't know what I was doing and I went and acted and made my own mistakes, but I've learned to really focus on the mindset of people who have built wealth and adopt their mindset and put that into practice. And, and there was this one time uh, I remember I had bought a house and I had paid it all off. I'd paid off a house. This was probably about 10 or 15 years ago. And I was talking with a business owner, a friend of mine in Louisiana, and I told him what I had done. He goes, why would you put all your money into a house? I'm like, well, I'm debt free. And now I have all this cash flow coming in, which is not a whole lot. I mean, it was a few hundred bucks a month, you know, eight, nine hundred bucks a month, whatever it was. But he, he didn't understand that. And I didn't understand his mindset. And so he wasn't giving me advice. He was kind of challenging my thinking. And I've since changed my thinking significantly and based on that conversation. So, but he was, he's not broke either. But there are folks that I know that are broke that paid off their houses, which is great, but they have no cash. And so be careful who you take money advice from. We don't want to take money advice from people who don't have money. People who have built wealth, people who are in the wealth creation space. Okay. Now, now I'll give you some credence. So, uh, 
a lot of times the get rich quick folks, they're out there trying to hustle. And, you know, one of the things I, especially the multi-level marketing, one of the things I've learned to do with them is I say, you bring me your, your 1099s from your company and your tax returns. I want to see what you netted last year. They're giving me all this advice on how we're going to make all this money. I want to see that you've made the money first. And I put them to the test. And uh, I've, I've never had anybody take me up on the offer yet. So I don't take money advice from broke people. Number four, never work for money. That seems counterintuitive. So listen to the whole phrase. Never work for money, only work for assets. So when I go to quote work every day, the paycheck that I get, I'm converting as much of that as I can to assets that make me money every day. Assets that put money in my pocket, that go up in value, that kind of thing. So I don't go to get a paycheck so I could pay my bills. I go bring in money so I can buy assets. You see the difference? So I don't work for money. I work for assets. I give my energy to what's making a difference in the world through my work. So I'm not working for money, but I'm, I'm working to make a difference. My work makes an impact in the world. So, But I do want to be sure that I'm paid fairly for my work. And I do want to make sure that my income is used to buy time, location, and financial freedom. So all the money that I have coming in, I'm putting that money right back to work to create time freedom, location freedom. I can live wherever I want and financial freedom. I don't have to worry about money. And so it's very important to never work uh, for money, but only for assets. Time is an asset, location is an asset, and financial independence is an asset. Number five, time is more valuable than money. Therefore, make life, career, and investment decisions accordingly. My time is more valuable than my money, and therefore I make life decisions based around time more than money, career decisions based around time more than money, and investment decisions based around time more than money. And so I have learned, even when I was in graduate school, or even before that, but in graduate school, I was working on my master's degree. My wife was a stay-at-home mom. We were living with family. Money was really, really, really tight at the time. But I refused to get a job because what that job would do, the job would take up my time. Now, I needed money, but I needed my time more because I was in school and I needed to grunt through school and get it done and learn and get educated and have time to write papers, have time to research, have time to make my education actually stick in my head when I'm done, right? Not just get a degree, but actually learn. And so what I chose to do is instead of getting a job, I chose to create a job for myself that I controlled when I would show up to do the work. So I needed money, but I needed my time more. Because I prioritized my time over money, I did not get a job that would require me to come in X amount of hours a week on their time, on their schedule, or they would fire me. I chose to make snow cones. I would go to elementary and junior high and high schools in the area, and I would go in during their um, their senior picnics or end of year reading program bash or what have you, and I would make a thousand snow cones right there on the spot, and I charge a dollar a piece. That's what I did, which is not bad for a snow cone brought to you in Louisiana. So I make $1,000 in like two hours. Now that's good money considering the time that I put into it. And so, but if I were to get a job, I'd make 10 bucks an hour, 12 bucks an hour at best. And it would take me 
a lot of hours to get to my $1,000. Then I got to write off some of the taxes and so forth because of my expenses. So a lot of it was tax-free money. So you see what I mean? I prioritized making my time more valuable than the money and I governed my behavior accordingly because the goal was to get through school and make ends meet, not get a job. You see what I mean that with, with this? So my time is more valuable than my money. So I make life, career, and investment decisions accordingly. I hope you get that principle. Prioritize time. Well, at least for me, my time is more valuable than anything else. I can always get more money. I can always work more. I can always buy more investments. But I only have a certain amount of time with my kids while they're still young. Certain amount of time with my wife while she's still alive. Certain time with my own life while I still have breath. Time, more valuable than money. Number six, remember this, debt cuts both ways. Respect debt, but do not keep it around long-term. Do not have a long-term relationship with debt. Get rid of it as soon as possible. The only debt that I carry, that I'm okay with carrying, because it's structured well and smartly, is mortgage debt on real estate, particularly investment real estate. I don't carry any other debt, no car loans, no credit card debt, no debt. All that stuff's paid off at the end of the month. I don't finance anything. You know, Technically, I'm financing when I use my credit card to buy food, but we pay it off at the end of the month, but we don't finance cars, cell phones, furniture. I don't know. What, what all can you find? You can finance anything these days. I don't finance education. I don't finance anything because debt can help you, but debt can also hurt you. Respect debt. Don't keep it around long-term. The only debt I like to hold on to is investment real estate, but even then it's structured smartly. I keep a large cash reserve and I can't wait to pay it all off. I just, I have to be patient because my strategy right now requires our monies to go into other investments. So respect debt because it cuts both ways. Number seven, those who use money well will have more. Those who manage money poorly will have less. Those who manage money well will have more. Those who manage money poorly will have less. This is a principle I find in scriptures very true. Jesus once taught that um, if you be faithful with the little things, you can be faithful with many. But if you be faithful, if you're not faithful with the little things, he's not going to give you any more. And that's true for anything. Just look at your employer if you're employed or if you are an employer. Who do you give the raise to those who can be faithful with the task that you've given them. The same thing is true of money. If you can take money and put it to work for you and be faithful with it and let it create, you'll have more money. Then you have more money to go out and invest and create even more money. And so the idea of using money well is very important. You have to have a plan for your money. You have to organize how you're going to manage your money. And you have to control how your money moves. You want to get from financial destruction to financial dependency, from financial dependency to financial independence. You want to go up the echelon as far as financial conditions. You have to learn how to use money well. And so let that be one of your goals for 2024. Use money well, manage money well, and you will have more. If you don't manage it well, it will leave you. And number eight, monitor your investments and stick to the plan. Once you've figured out a good game plan for this 2024, this, this year, stick to it. Be faithful to the plan. A lot of times we get, we get hit with emotional buys, emotional purchases. 
we go in, especially right now with investments, you can click to buy and click to sell. I mean, I could buy and sell the same stock a hundred times in one day, it seems like. And so once you've figured out a plan on how you want to invest, stick with it. Go focus on investing in yourself, investing in creating other income opportunities for yourself, but stick to your plan, monitor your investments, monitor your checking account, monitor your savings, know what's going on with your money, pay attention, monitor your money, know what's going on with it. Those are some great money habits, money behaviors, money rules to live by in 2024. If you've got some, if you're on YouTube watching this, put some in the comments. Follow me on Instagram, Life and Money Coach Podcast on Instagram. Go follow, put your comments there. We'd love to have you. Thanks for being a part of community, inspiring you to financial independence and to a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast. Loved this episode of the Life and Money Coach Podcast? Head over to iTunes or Google Play to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Visit lifeandmoneycoachpodcast.com to join the community. Thank you. The Life and Money Coach Podcast and related websites are the personal views of Jerry St. Pierre. The content in this show are not those of the United States Air Force, Department of Defense, or U.S. government. Content expressed are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon any information or content found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.